Y'all, welcome back. I am super excited this week. Uh, we did take a week off for Thanksgiving, so sorry, all 12 of you. But we're back now. Ashley and Eric are here. Uh, much like a, a fun-sized two-pack of Starburst that has matching flavors inside, they're here. And also, for the record, orange is the best, yeah? Starburst, are we, we are, are we on the same page? Starburst, if we're anything. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peach, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm, yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Orange is fair. my least right. favorite. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> It's so much yellow is the worst. Moving on. I'm also excited because I am not near as inebriated as last week. Um, what anybody that listened to last week did not see or hear right before we started recording, I literally dropped my beer. I was that I was that gone. So I'm happy to be back. I know how to computer works. I get things. So that's a huge bonus. But honestly, guys, I'm so excited to talk to this week's guest, Carissa. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show, dude. How's uh, how's life treating you? How's how's COVID life and such? Hi, thank you for having me, guys. Uh, COVID has been interesting to say the least, but life is life is okay. I'm I'm hanging on here, tricking along. I think that's I think that's what we can all say. Yeah, we're we're making it. Yeah. So okay, uh, I want to talk Thanksgiving. I want to dip back into personality tests and kind of psychic stuff. And I mean, honestly, so much more. But first, um, Carissa, I guess you have listened to the show. So you've probably heard a couple of our, I guess, our own personality tests of sorts. Um, I'd argue it's more scientific than the Enneagram test. But uh, that's up for you know you to decide. You, you ready? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Good. You, you should be very nervous. These are hard-hitting <laughs> questions. Okay. Hypothetically, you wake up on a nice Saturday morning. You have social plans much later this evening, but right now you have hours to kill. So you head out for a for a morning beverage to start your day. What is your go-to? Coffee, tea, juice, etc. I am a coffee person, uh, especially in the nice. morning. Yes. How do you take it? I like all the cream, all the sugar, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I like my sugar with coffee and cream as well. But okay, so you walk to a coffee shop and get your coffee. You, you're like, you know, it's a nice day. I got time to kill. I'm going to go for just, I'm just going to go for a walk downtown, see what happens. So you start walking and you see a burrito truck driving by. And as you look at him, you realize he grabs his phone and answers a phone call. The burrito truck then pulls quickly, pulls a U-turn and parks right in front of you. He tells you, hey, See that guy up in the third balcony? He's creeping on you, and he wanted to buy you a burrito. What would you like on your free breakfast burrito? Wow, that is an elaborate conversation. Okay, so. <laughs> and somebody's been away from Texas for a while calling them breakfast burritos. Not breakfast. Oh, they, oh, they, okay, I get made fun of for calling them burritos up here. It's only breakfast tacos up here, and it's really weird. So that's just, or it's only breakfast burritos up here, yes. and calling them tacos is weird. I, I've, I have been reconditioned. It's, yes, it's, well, I'm from mm, California, sorry, so, and that's what they yeah. are. It's a breakfast burrito. Um, I, I'm a breakfast taco yeah, fanatic now. Um, and to answer your question, I would ha- definitely bacon, of course, cheese, uh, avocado, maybe. Um, yeah. If I'm feeling California, fancy, if it's know. free. <laughs> hey, <Yeah. hey. laughs> creepy balcony guys. This. You, you do what you want. Side of Double cilantro, please. Yes, all the good salsas. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. So you get your breakfast burrito, but before you take a bite, creepy balcony guy hollers down. He goes, hey, burrito's on me. Have a great day. All I want in return is just to know this. If you had to choose a pet, but it could not be a dog, cat, fish, or bird. Again, no dog, no cat, no fish, no bird. What pet are you taking? Oh, God. What are those... What are those things? No, I, I'm thinking of a feral. Is that what it is? A ferret? A ferret? A ferret? 
spirit. Yes. Flying squirrels. Stars. I mean, also yeah. acceptable chinchillas. You know, like also acceptable. Chinchillas. Rabbit. Uh, rabbit. Mites, I would rabbits. Rabbit. Snakes, I guess, if you want to go down that road, but that's fair. You do you. Lizards, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. lizard. Yeah, very. Maybe I mean, a turtle. Ooh, I like that. A turtle would be chill. Turtle would like be really chill. chill. Very similar They're to chill. a fish. Like you're not going to do much <laughs> with a turtle. I like it. Tarantula. Right. Oh, we oh we just watched Home Alone, and now my kids are scared of tarantulas. Like oh. that that happened. That was really. Cool. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love it. Okay, so you got your burrito in hand, coffee in the other hand, so you, you are double-fisting breakfast items, and you keep walking. You see a mattress store that is going out of business. The manager walks out and announces to anyone on the street he's just sold his last mattress. He's closing up and leaving forever, but he has a ton of free pillows. He's got all types. Thick, fat, skinny, long, firm, soft, memory foam. What do you pick? Because he's giving away pillows. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, I am lately now that I'm older and my back always hurts and my, my neck is constantly, um, off. I would probably say memory foam, mm-hmm. Dude, good old right fashioned there. memory foam. I'm right there with you. The older I get them, like I saw you react the same way. Are you the same way? Bro, I woke up last Saturday and twisted wrong and my back has hurt since. So right. like I, yeah, yeah, I'm totally with, it's just. I'm straight, up on, I'm straight up on two a leave right now and having a whiskey and water because my shoulder was killing me this afternoon. We're like we are old. Falling <laughs> apart. This is yeah. 100% true. I have a memory foam pillow and I also have another memory foam pillow that I cut like a little divot yeah, in to nice. make it even thinner to like cradle my head. I love so that. Old. It's so sad. It's so, so sad. But okay, fair enough. That's a, that's a great choice. I think we're all on, uh, you know, I think we're all on the same page there. So you got your, your free pillow. You, you got your burrito. You got your coffee. You can't possibly walk home. So you grab an Uber. You get home just in time to get ready for your, you know, your party-ish thing that evening. You're going to go out. Nothing too fancy. Just a house party. What kind of purse are you taking with you? Ashley's probably laughing. Um, I am a very... I'm a minimalist. Uh, so I would bring crossbody. I'm not a great consumer. So I just <laughs> grabbed the closest crossbody bag I have. You're speaking um, Joe's language probably, there. I think it, no, that's practical. My last one has like a pen mark on it and I still yeah. use it. it, works, it works. So that's what I would bring. So crossbody. Well, and I will say, Ashley did get me for my birthday, a really cute purse. And I do love this. I haven't been able to use it very much since October, but um, I would probably use that first. <laughs> the bag. I like the idea. So the crossbody, it's like a half backpack is, is what I'm kind of picturing. Cause I admit, I don't know what you mean when you say that, but I imagine it's like a one strap kind of a thing. Yeah. Right. And you, you have it over your shoulder and chest. I could dig that. I could say, so, okay, yeah. that seems way more functional. Like it, it's not going to fall off. Like you could, you could run with that on if needed. Sure. Oh and yeah. Sometimes you have to run. So I like it. You never know. You never. This know is a good compliment to the um, zipper khakis, Joe. You, you know. No I only, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, if it's if it doesn't have zipper pockets, I don't wear it. It's not happening. I'm not leaving the house in it, at least. Okay, so you leave the house. Uh, you got your purse with you, and you get to this house party. And of all people, you meet our foreign correspondent Ashley, and that is my lead into how did you guys meet. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I love, I love to find out where, where these go. 
She okay. is coming to my house on Saturday. I am my I am officially turning old on Sunday, y'all. Um, Wait, what does that mean? Thirty five is, is thirty five middle age. Do we consider thirty five or forty? I'm holding 40. out to forty. Yeah, let's go yeah. forty. Let's not Only call it middle I age want yet. It to be. I mean, yeah. if you're asking me at 21, 35 is old as shit. People li- live till 80, so 40 is middle of the road. That's got to be. I like that. Right? We'll take it. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Just, it's just another year. Great. So are you having? You're having a party, or are you having like a, a nine or less party? I am not having a party. I am having a very I, I'm small, 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 like two people over. <laughs> one of them being Carissa. I made the cut. Y'all. Um. Yeah, she I made like- the cut. Yeah. COVID like times got to be responsible on America's yeah. number one, most liberal podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So how did you guys meet? What, 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 what was the, the story here? So I, well, should I start it? Chris? I, I like you, Ashley yeah. explaining this story to be honest with you. I am excited. For this. Right? Man. I, well, it's not that exciting other than um, I just think it's a unique way to meet somebody as an adult. And then we, uh, have re- remained such good friends and it kind of leads into the you know theme of what we're talking about today. But long story short, uh, we met at a house party, actually. Um, it was ACL 2014. So this is six years ago. And uh, uh, one of our, we had kind of mutual friends that both showed up at this house party that invited us. And I was dating a fella at the time uh, for about eight months and kind of had the inkling that it wasn't going well. This was, you know, it's not, it's like I was at my wits end with, it just felt that it was time to end that yeah. relationship. And, um, but before, like at the party, Chris, there was, I don't know how many people were there, 30 or yeah. something. It was a pretty decent size, you know, after ACL kind of gathering. And it's a lot of times that these types of things, as you're an adult, you, you hang out with the people you came with. Right. Yeah. And Carissa and I just ended up finding ourselves in the kitchen and like most of the party had gone up to the patio deck and we sat there and must have just talked for hours. I mean, um, just dove in immediately as if we had known each other for years. Um, And that's only happened to me like one other time in life. And, you know, I think, you know, she would say the same. Absolutely. It doesn't happen. Her and I are both social humans when, when we go out. So her and I have chit-chatted with random females and men throughout our lives, right? But to have that uh, immediate uh, connection and friendship was, it was just rare. So uh, it was, you know, love at first sight (laughs) as friends. It was, it was totally weird. That's what we say. It was love at first sight. So what ended up happening later on in the night was it, this was pre Uber days. Um, and Carissa was living quite a bit farther North than where we were. And I was living closer to where this house party was. And, um, she actually, her friend, the friend that she came with, um, had left earlier. She was like, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. And I offered this stranger that I've never met to come. I was like, do you want to stay at my house? And like, I'll take you back in the morning or whatever, because I don't want you to get in a, taxi at whatever god hour time it was um and the the boyfriend of mine at the time decided to take it upon himself to think that this was a setup for a (laughs) threesome yeah get some boy and Uh, totally misconstrued these no idea (laughs) to be fair i mean i i might have young (laughs) 
myself, I could see being that dumb. Just like, shit, yeah, tonight's the night. But you're a good guy. You would have been like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like he was trying to, he well, I would have just, I would have just taken Sarah Simon like, hey babe, so what's up? Oh right. no? Okay, cool. Right. I'm That's go. fair. That That's like a fair <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And this guy was like basically trying to convince me in, like into this right. and i was he like thought he was in an adult movie yeah. at this point yeah yes yeah, yeah. not reality not, don't don't have that conversation beforehand definitely spring that on him after bringing a girl home you're just gonna have this no, don't don't have any relationship conversations before don't, no. don't set me down <laughs> just do it see what happens <laughs> it didn't work out well so uh we get home i'm obviously <laughs> yeah it didn't work did not work out well for him but... all right ashley's boyfriend was uh you know interesting Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So didn't work out well for him, as Carissa said. Basically, I got home. I was pissed. I, you know, I set Chris up on the couch and everybody went to bed. And the next morning, um, I was like getting ready. I think we were going to go back to the festival. And I was about to drop him off at work because he didn't have a car. Really good dating choices on my, on my, In on my side. Track record. It's <laughs> yeah. flawless. Track record. 2014. 2014. I was young. Let's give me the benefit of the doubt. And um, I find out later. So I take him to work, kind of read him the right Zach, like, bro, I don't know what you're thinking, but this is not a cool move, blah, blah, blah. Come back to my place where Chris was waiting for me. And she just kind of like immediately is just like, listen, I know I don't know you, but this guy doesn't deserve you. And it was just like so heartfelt and just, you know, she didn't have to do that or say that we don't even really know each other. And on top of that, she like had the courage to tell me that he also asked for her number while I was not around. And indeed he did. Yes. Yeah. And so needless to say, that was the end of that relationship right then and there. And Carissa and I maintained a friendship, which I really do. There was a little touch and go like that next week. Cause we were like, should we like hang out again? Cause we really knew that we wanted to. And, but she was like, I get it. Like if this puts a weird, like your boyfriend just hit on me. So I don't know how you feel about me, you know? And I was like, honestly, that was just the wake up call I needed. And we, you know, forgot about him and Chris and I is one of my best friends in the entire universe. So yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is so for that, to that, to that guy, thank you for, being a royal screw up and, and giving me a best friend. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for giving our so show true. a new guest guy. Yeah. <laughs> Krista, how you did go. you not run screaming from this place? How did you not just be like, did you just feel like it's okay? Like I'm just going to ride this out. And I <laughs> like, did you know that from the beginning? No. Well, that's why I didn't run screaming because I had no idea. I was, I was totally having a great time. Social butterfly. Ashley was the sweetest most compassionate, caring person immediately. And I felt so safe instantly. And I just had no clue that her boyfriend was planning devious, ridiculous things in his brain. Um, and he didn't make any overt moves or anything. No. Like he was basically feeling me out. So she really didn't, she didn't see any of this. I was just trying to like maintain my anger underneath. Right. And then he didn't ask for her number until the next until morning. The morning. So, right. Yeah. That's, that's so, so far. I mean, clearly he knew, I mean, I, Ashley, I mean, it, you know, doesn't take a psychic to see that one was done, <laughs> yeah. but it really like it, it, that one was all E I've been waiting to say that since the first time she's, I've just been waiting for a bit. That was bad anyway. So, okay. That's, that's it. crazy, dude. But Carissa, I'm glad you stuck around, man. So, so you guys <laughs> known each other for six, seven years. Like, have yeah. you been hanging out? Like obviously COVID and whatever, but like, have y'all been hanging out? And like, you know, since, since then you've just been friends like ever since. Yeah. yeah like 
Yeah, we have. Of course, she moved to Patty, oh, as yeah. you all know, but we? Um, we still remained in touch as well as friends can when she's off into a new universe and exploring. But yes, we, we have remained really close. Awesome. I, mean, I consider Ashley one of my absolute best friends of all time. We, uh, we did, Chris and I did good to, we FaceTimed here and there, like not super often. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, I, I was living in a seven hour time difference, but I think every time I came back in town, we saw each other. Like I would usually come in during summer and Christmas and we always made it a point to, to get together. And then since I moved back, I mean, we've pr- prior to COVID, we were pretty inseparable. Um, and we, yeah, I, I mean, we, 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 we kind of talk all day long. Like we leave each other little voicemails and yeah, we're, we're in constant contact. That's, uh, truly. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I, I don't want to put it down the gender line because it's, you know, I'm sure that's happened for plenty of men and women and even maybe intergender friends, but E, would you ever have done that? Uh, no. Met a dude but, night one and been like, hey, come on over. But I mean, not to bring it to the personality, but I'm also an introvert, right? So like, there's no way I would even be at this party, quite honestly. Right. That is so fair. Uh, right. Like, I'm going somewhere after ACL? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know how tired I'm going to be? <laughs> I accidentally, after one year ACL, whatever ACL year, uh, Fish was there. And now that I live in a state that I won't go to jail for mentioning drugs, I was spun on and I ended up with the Pratt's shout out at some dude's house whom none of us had ever met. We yeah. uh, all were just walking along. Somebody said, hey, to him. And it was just his backyard, like near ACL, like, you know, once you're in the neighborhoods. And we just ended up like hanging out with this guy until like two hours later. Eventually, the guy's wife comes out and goes, hey, so who are you guys? And we're like, oh, <laughs> who are you? And she goes, I live here. Who are you? And we, that's when we realized, like, oh, you're trying to kick us out. Like, all right, oh, so God. we're going to head out. And that's like, I don't, you know, that's Isn't my that how all fish concerts in though? I mean, that's the only way <laughs> I've like ever that. had a fish concert. Yeah. And I was going to say, Chris and I have more stories like that than we, we could fill hours st- of this thing. Oh, yeah. God, don't you all miss just like in general, just public, like just being able to go and act a fool in public. I, I do miss that. Oh, I like incredibly so. Oy. Not all I, the time. Like I really, no. I feel like I have grown up from those days a little bit, but every once in a while, I mean, even just when I was driving, like listening to some really good music, like I was like, I just want to be in a crowd of people dancing. Like that yeah. would just be amazing. We used to go downtown and this is credit to Vance. We used to salt up people. Uh, if it was ever, if it was ever before 10 PM and you were like really grinding with your girl or grinding with your dude, or you know what I mean? Whatever. Like it's too early for you to really be great. We would go up and pretend we had salt shakers and just like start salting them up. So it'd be like three or four dudes in a circle yeah. around two people fake. And like, I just miss that. I, you know what yeah. I, mean? I just miss being oh. able to be just a dumbass. You know, it, anyways. But yeah, so I want to quickly dip because Eric and I disagree. And I'm curious to hear the two of your uh, points of view here. Oh. Um, Thanksgiving kind of sucks. Like, mm. I, I, I'm getting over it. Like, I, I'm really fading on it. Um, e, I know you disagree with me. <laughs> but before, before we get into it, Carissa, I heard you didn't love your Thanksgiving either. I did not. Um, so, well, I mean, Thanksgiving Day, I was off, but I'm sure y'all know I work for Dell and I work on the consumer team. So I slang computers all day. And uh, obviously, with it being Black Friday and Cyber Monday, uh, it was a 16 hour day on Friday, a 16 hour day on Monday, and then eight hours. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So it was, it wasn't the best 
Thanksgiving in the books by any means. That's brutal. Yeah. Not to mention she just hasn't gotten to see her family this year at right. all. Like she would have usually they, you know, her parents are wonderful. They would have co- maybe come and visited her. She was going to poor things going to go home for Christmas and probably not doing that. So it's just like, ugh. it's been a sour year in, in that regard. Um, so yeah, not seeing family is, is definitely the most sour, but to be honest with this job, I wouldn't have been able to, to take a trip out anyways. Uh, but thanks. I do understand your gripe with Thanksgiving, though. I, I get the uh, pain points. It, it, it can be tough. And the food's not even that good. <laughs> the, food is, the food is mediocre at best. I mean, at best. Like, okay, listen, how many five-star restaurants serve turkey? Fair. Well, that's a, that's a, that's Very a few. And also, part. other cultures don't eat turkey at all, right? Nobody does. No, no, it, let's, we'll talk, let's, let's take it down to mediocre joints, like mediocre joints, like regular, like fast. Like, is there a Turk filet? Is, is, is there a what a turkey? No, turkey should not be eaten. It's not that's that good. That's hilarious. If, if you don't drown it in gravy, it's not even good. I don't understand. Or, I mean, do you guys What about the like, drumstick? I like the drumstick. It's also good at barbecue places if you smoke. Fair. I'll give oh. you that. But I mean, if you smoke anything for 16 hours, like it's probably gonna be good. I'm talking, you know, like what you're able to do or what anyone's parents are able to do in a kitchen and at home, like it's eh, at best. Would you just prefer that it was a chicken, like a roasted chicken? Oh, chicken's so much better. I mean, it's chicken's not even a a drumstick on a turkey or a chicken leg. Like I'll take a chicken leg 10 out of 10. So like, but who's holding a gun to your head being like, you have to eat turkey. Oh, fair. Don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily, but you know what else I don't like? Pumpkin pie. It's bullshit. It's terrible. It's, 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 it's the worst like of the pies. Oh, it's just mush. It's it's just it's you, you might as well be eating like a, a a bowl of granola. There's like wet granola with whipped cream on top. And speaking of wet granola, stuffing is terrible. Stuffing is just like croutons oh, that are soggy. That's and a bad take. Dude, yeah, stuffing. Am I the only one that can't stand this food? Do you guys like the stuff? I I, I, I love stuffing. I I'm not totally against you that like. It's not really, there's a lot of buildup for what it ends up being for sure. <laughs> but I'm curious, like that, that makes me think like if you, okay, Thanksgiving, could just, what is your ideal meal? Like what is your most perfect meal then? Like if you, if everybody's going to sit down and have a meal, what would you want to eat then? Shit. Now I'm going to sound terrible because I don't, I just don't like food. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a, shit. Maybe that's why I don't enjoy large gatherings centered around only food because like, I, I'm losing it. Okay. So, but E, stuffing, like green bean casserole, do you make that shit other times of the year? I mean, no, not really, but isn't that kind of what makes it a special day? Like, I, I think that's the only reason it doesn't taste like shit is it's been 300 days since we had it last. I mean, I do agree with you that like turkey is not the meat of choice for Thanksgiving or for anybody. It shouldn't be, right? Like it's not the best, but there is something very like American to me about the fact that it's like, Oh, we have to eat this because this is an American meal. It's tradition. Celebrating yes. America right now. All the good and all the bad that a turkey represents on your Thanksgiving table <laughs> is sort of part of the deal. And we Man. pardon turkeys at the White House still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lordy, Trump did. That was beautiful. But no, I, yeah. I like that because there's nobody who does have a gun in my head, but I do feel pressured. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like turkey has to happen. Like, I don't know. It's weird. So, okay, Carissa, do you like any of this food? Like, are you, are you a turkey and, and, you know, would you ever make this stuff any other time of the year? No. Um, I, so I used as a kid, I used to stuff my plate, have multiple servings. Um, now I grab a plate from my family's house and dip out 
ASAP. Um, I'm not a yeah. huge Thanksgiving person. I think, especially since I've moved to Texas, I have a, a lot of family out here, but it's not my immediate. I'm not seeing my nieces. And, mm-hmm. you know, so Thanksgiving is a, 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 a nice vacation from work and a quick plate. Hmm. That's all it is. I mean, at least to me, agreed. That that's what, kind of what it has become. But yeah, I, I like at least the way that you still hold it in regard. I, I appreciate that, man. Like, at least for the future, maybe there is still a tradition there. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, you eat that much food, then you can't leave your family. And there's also this weird thing True. where it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm stuck with these people. I physically cannot move from this spot for the next so two true. hours. Yeah, so I'm going to have to find what I want to be thankful about because, <laughs> well, can't go nowhere. I have to focus on my blessings now. We've made it more of a cat, like – I mean, it's, we still hold it in regard and my mom still sets a very beautiful table, but when we were growing up, we used to like, she used to pull out the China and the actual silver and the crystal vases. And then it was like, oh my God, hand washing all that after you've done the meal, we've downgraded to just regular plates now. And so, it's, oh. you know, it's just throw that stuff in the washer. And I will also say, I don't have a big family, so like, it's never been that big of a deal, right? Like it's yeah. Yeah, same though. Like yeah. 10 people at most or whatever, right? Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. I do like the China as a as a concept is done like mm-hmm. do, do any do, do the three of you guys have any china in your home right now no Absolutely i mean not yeah. <laughs> i think i have my grandmother's china that's you're nice. yeah that's it was gonna great. get thrown out and i was like somebody should keep this yeah yeah absolutely i don't know why i don't know what you're it's still in the box. Did, you, did you not get any china for your wedding that's usually when people get china no. like wedding thankfully stuff. we asked for all practical shit like a bread maker and like a rice cooker that we've never used yeah like, right i love how you said those... practical shit and you're like bread maker yeah oh nice. did you know i was like bread because we were in like macy's or whatever and there's like that little like scan gun I was oh yeah scan shit as you do i didn't use any of it i was like this is dumb why i like why do i like i wish i could have used it like a, i don't know at a, like a like a dick sporting goods could i like, run through that yeah. like, that would have <laughs> yeah. been cool Get a couple yeah. jerseys. Oh, Lordy. All right. So we can disagree on Thanksgiving, and that's fine. Uh, also, for what it's worth, the parade is bullshit, and that's a thing. But okay. <laughs> Personality test. Dude, I mean, the parade is bullshit. That was fun in like 19 depression, but we I have like better forms either, of But they're kids. They're not for you. Yeah. Even my kids were bored as fuck. They're like, can we watch Netflix? Like, swear to God, they were we were watching the parade, and there's a big inflatable whatever, and they're like, why aren't we watching real cartoons? Like, you got a point there, kid. And there's an inflatable like, rock with a like fanny pack. Like, that's that's just solid. Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> touche. We can disagree on Thanksgiving. And E, I think it's just because that's the difference in our personalities. See where I'm going, guys? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, explain it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't honestly understand still what I'm supposed to be getting out of these personality tests. I did another one, actually, the one that you sent me. I sent you guys the, the, the things or yeah. whatever the, the answers. I, here, here's, I guess here's my, my issue. If it says something I agree with, if, if at the end of the test, it goes like, you're confident in new groups of people. I'm just like, all right, it, yes, yes, moving on. But if it says something I disagree with, like for, you know, hypothetically, if it, if it says something like you don't enjoy engaging with new people, mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to disagree and move on. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to be like, oh shit, you're right. You know what I did? It's, it's not true. I just moved, you know, like, so, so what is the point of these things? I think I responded on our text thread that I was I like, I, response. Okay, well, I think it's just about like people wanting to be understood. And I think that when you see something that does resonate with you that you do agree with, you, however many other people, oftentimes, just like we did, you get your friends to take it. Okay, what did you get? Or, I, I, or I'll definitely have people, I mean, Chris and I, 
share this kind of info with each other all the time. Like, okay, do you think, is this accurate reflection of me? You know, like, am I presenting myself in the way that both this personality test and I see myself as, you know, it's kind of like a validation source, I think. <laughs> so, so it's for you to understand you. And it's not so much for you to be like, look, world, this is who I am. Check this out. It's more for you. It's like a tool for you to see yourself. Totally. That's what we really? talked about last time a little bit. It, introspective. Yeah. And and the parts that I do disagree with, I, I mean, Chris and I do this all the time. We'll be like, well, what is, maybe there's something I'm not paying attention to. Mm. Mm. Chris, do you agree there? Because I'm trying to read your face. I just don't know you well enough to know what that face is. Yeah. Well, I'm a hard read, buddy. Um, that's, that's my graph. I'm kidding. But, um, you know, I agree. I think it, it helps for me. I'm, I think I'm at this point in my life also, and at this age where I'm trying to be a little bit more introspective and look at things that I could improve on. So when I took the Myers-Briggs, it kind of puts everything together in a nice little bow and reminds me of, uh, characteristics or things about me that I honestly don't think about. Um, and I, I don't know, it's, it's a nice little bouncing board for me to, to think about where I could improve what I can do to, um, I don't know, look forward for myself. I, I use it. I think everybody uses it in different ways and you should take what, what resonates and leave the rest behind. But for me, it's, it's to improve usually. That makes no, sense. I like that. We, yeah, personal in, growth. In a general sense, take what resonates and leave the rest behind. That can be applied to so many things. Like that. That's honestly, I like that just as a general, like as a mantra. Like yeah. That's a really good idea. Apply some of that to religion, but we're not on religion. E, do, do you think that you would ever use like a personality test as like a way to judge someone else? Like if you found out that they were a personality type, whatever, would you be like, mm, I don't know who you be for? You know what I mean? It would depend. If it didn't match like what I saw from them, it would make me very curious. Let's put it that way. Right. right. Like if when they were in their alone time taking this test and they took this test and they were being honest with it and what they got didn't match their forward facing personality, I'd be very curious about that. Right. I would wonder mm. what's that about? Why are they, you know, good call saying that they're introspective, they're an introvert when they're an extrovert or yeah. X, Y, Z, right? Like it's just more information, right? Anytime mm. you get more information, you can get the process it and figure out what you want to do with it and then you know evaluate and move on like i don't know i i do think it's useful no, I like I, sometimes they i've had um situations where work groups will they'll have everybody take them so that they can see how people may align better in work functions um or why some teams aren't as successful as other teams maybe they have you know maybe there's a mismatch in roles or division of work and stuff um can would be pretty interesting it, would you ever use it as a justification to fire someone i don't think legally you probably can't <laughs> well not legally sure but there's people have been fired for things well, like, how would that work? work right that's what it's yeah. like that's what i just that's why i'm just i'm just dumb i don't i don't understand like how you're supposed to use this practically and maybe it's just supposed to be an introspective thing so i'm trying to apply it to so many things that just, that's not what it's there. I think it's relevant for, I, uh, we, we, I did this in my previous company. Um, it was years ago and I don't know if it was the Myers-Briggs, but it was, it, it was probably more of a personality test geared toward like an actual work environment. So the questions mm -hmm. centered on whatever, but leadership there, and all that. yeah, leadership kind of capabilities. Like, are you more of an individual contributor or a, um, 
a, a team player and uh, there was some like HR did kind of take the results and sort of talk to there was a handful of people that were difficult. It was obvious like things weren't working. And I think they did kind of talk to them and were like, hey, you know, this shows us that you might be better suited to do this, this or this. Like, have you considered, you know, pursuing these things as a career path? So who knows? Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. Last question on it, because we'll, we'll move on. If you guys were on a blind date and they told you I'm personality type blank. Would that affect you? Even if you kept going through the date and, you know, you, you didn't let it, but like at least subconsciously, would that affect how you treat somebody? Not at all. Bit? Not at hmm. all. Interesting. Uh, the only thing it might do is sort of inform the answers or how, what they might respond to, right? Mm. Like maybe you understand that if this person liked to go back to the introvert extrovert thing, maybe you're like, oh, do you want to go on a second date? Maybe you don't ask them to go to ACL. If they're <laughs> not, you know what I mean? It's true, yeah. yeah. That's a great point. Maybe you don't, maybe don't ask them for a threesome with a stranger that night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. That, I, that's, that's awesome. All right. So I want to do, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I, I kind of just want to say it. So like, I, I think, uh, because I do want to get into like kind of more psychic stuff. In fact, actually, fuck all that. I, I'd rather just skip this shit and get right to Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm what curious what it, it was. Uh, the, the idea that like, it's such a bad, it's such a, it, all right. So all right, fuck it. it. We like mysteries as a species, but I think we're finally evolving past like Bigfoot and Sasquatch and like Loch Ness mm-hmm. Monster shit. Uh, I, I think we did that back in the day out of boredom, honestly, because we, <laughs> we just, you know, we didn't have a lot going on. Like we just, you know, whatever. But I think it's why we love like religion and obviously like mystery movies. You know what mm. I mean? Like we, we love that. Like Knives Out did really, really well. And like so mm-hmm. did uh, like Enola Holmes, like, you know, all that shit. So, I mean, with the advent of technology, we've started to stray from the physical style shit mm. like you know, like bigfoot pictures like the, the most recent one actually came out this year and it's really bad it just looks like a dude wearing a backpack and a blurry thing like there's another one that was a loch ness monster but it, it was it literally just looked like a largemouth bass like the more everybody has cameras the less people are saying that shit you know what i mean so like True. the physical shit is gone but what we're starting to i think lean into is like psychics and and you know maybe palm readers or even crystals to a lesser lesser extent but you know what i mean like the idea that the practical, physical, tangible, like, look at that. It's an alien or whatever. the fuck. We're kind of moving on from that. And we're starting to, I think as a species, because we are, I think just hooked on mystery, mm-hmm. starting to lean into this kind of shit, which all of that was just a, just a large run of two. Carissa, like, I, I mean, I don't know anything yeah. about it, man. Like what have you seen or what, you know, what have you experienced? Just, just lay it on me because I, I am so intrigued that there's like three more paragraphs of that shit that I don't even want to read about. Cause I'm just excited. What have you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like lay out sure. your experience if you don't mind. So experience relating to psychics or astrology or tarot Ooh, you, or what? Let's let's start with psychics, but I want to dig into astrology as well. Have you had, A, do you consider yourself a psychic? B, have you ever experienced anything that would be considered, you know, psychic ability? So I, I don't consider myself a psychic. I consider myself to be an empath, hmm. um, which I'm not sure if you've heard of an empath before, but it's someone who can't necessarily see the future. Um, and I think psychics, like they get such a bad rep. Um, it's a little hocus pocus in video and film, but, um, but empaths, they can fill other people's energy and, uh, pick up on like energy shifts. Um, kind of like when I walk into a room, I can feel the energy of the room. If I'm you know, having dinner with Ashley, I can tell what mood she's in and where her energy is. So that I would say that that's, that's more me. 
Um, and that's something that I didn't always understand. I used to be depressed. I used to have anxiety. Um, and I didn't realize that a lot of it was energy that wasn't my own, actually. I was taking on other people's energy, and it was really um, a lot, and, and it affected me quite a bit. So understanding, wait, this isn't mine. I'm not sad about anything. This is, I'm feeling someone else, um, and, and learning how to separate that has been, uh, it's been a process, and I was very I was not, I did not come from being a spiritual person, religious in no way. Um, it's been a process, I would say, over the last three to four years. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I just realized, so empath, I mean, empathy, uh -huh. empathetic. Okay, I got you now. I mean. Uh -huh. Empathic, yeah. right. But but yes, it's in that same vein. Gotcha. Right? I didn't even, yeah, I'm. Eric and Ashley are smarter than me. I think you know that. You've listened to a couple episodes. Okay, so would you say that you've had – what would you say is your most, like, powerful or, like, most obvious that feeling that you've ever got from somebody? You know what I mean? Like, you walked into a room and you were like, oh, that person, like, I need to just talk to them. Have you, have you had anything like that? I have. And okay. it resulted in my – one of my other best friends, Bailey, um, her meeting her now fiancé. So – Yes, I have had moments like weird things happen. Time kind of slows down. Um, this has happened to me twice, I would say, that I can recall. Terrible memory. Uh, but uh, yes, I walked into a bar <laughs> and um, I saw this guy and he looked like a fairy tale kind of prince. It was just crazy. And I've never been the one to not approach someone right away. But for whatever reason, I was like, I'm not supposed to talk to this guy, I'm supposed to let him approach me. And the long and the short of it is, I thought that this experience was for me, and it wasn't at all. He and I dated, but he had his best friend there at the bar, and I had one of my best friends, Bailey, at the bar. And they were the ancillary like friends <laughs> of the people. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they were playing ping pong. We were at Lester Pearl and they were playing ping pong and we were all just chit chatting and, you know, cornhole and they were newly broken up and they were the ones who ended up getting engaged and they're getting married next year. And, you know, it's so I firmly I just know that was that was meant to be a moment. I had to be the person to pull it all together. And I orchestrated that moment so that we all met um, which is because I was a matchmaker and a dating coach back in the day. So that's a different conversation, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, Dude. but we all ended up, it was just one of those moments where it's, it's like, I know that wasn't, um, that wasn't an accident. Like it, it was just a bizarre and I wish I could articulate what I actually saw when I saw that person, that man that I ended up dating, but it was just out of this world it was crazy that's wild mm -hmm. it's wild but it's not it's not so far-fetched you know what i mean like it's it's not like you were sitting on your couch and you're like guys we need to go to lustry pearl tonight mm -hmm. because right. at 8 45 a dude's gonna you know what i mean like that's I, I would i would question a lot of that but what you just did like that makes it there's a i don't know shit 
there is some sort of frequency. I don't know. Yes. If you're paying attention, you you can tune in. Yes. You know, it, it is possible to at least yes. be more in the moment. In because I mean, there's plenty of times when I'm just like going through life, just fucking faking it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I'm in Walmart, I'm not paying attention. But if yeah. you are in a way that clearly you are capable of, that's that's awesome, dude. Like that's. Really I think cool. Carissa's always paying attention though, and I just have to say, I mean, from somebody who talks to her on a daily, like I, my mind is constantly blown because she'll just even through the phone, uh, even through text, I'll be complaining about some anything, and she'll just like nail it and put me right back into my my place and kind of make sense of the whole situation or why I got off track, and it, it's incredible. Do you feel is there is there a burden? with with this Ooh, good do, question do you feel that like if you're texting ashley and you feel there's something up do you feel compelled to help or yes. whatever, you know whatever yeah and and that's a great way of phrasing it and that's something again along the journey so to speak um you know i have to learn and i have learned boundaries and i think ashley could attest to that and and a lot of my close friends could um, I used to just give it all and it is very energetically. And I know I sound so woo woo and hocus pocus, but, um, <laughs> but you know, it's like, you know, uh, for example, I was talking on the phone for 16 hours on Friday to Monday, it felt like, um, and when you're speaking and talking and like trying to sell and slang laptops to people, uh, for 16 hours, it's draining, right? So that feeling of I need a drink and to be alone and truly not speak to anybody, um, it's very similar when you're like using your energy and picking up on other people's energy. It can be just as exhausting. So you have to learn to kind of put that that separation up and give yourself a minute to tap out. Um, I wouldn't call it a burden because. I now understand what it is and how to put that wall up. And my friends understand what I'm doing when I do that. So hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. no, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it, it, it feels like, and there's so many movies that, that have, you know, exemplified it in different ways, but like any movie and I'm overblowing this on purpose. So I'm not, I don't mean this to mean anything, but when a when a character in the movie realizes that they can either read minds like what women want for a stupid example and i love that can, movie and he can suddenly hear like 80 different people's mind like he can read and like he has to learn to like pull this shit back in i'm mm-hmm. guessing that's obviously without being you know hollywood that's kind of what you're describing you can't go around trying to fix it right yeah in a sense and that funny enough that's in my myers-briggs as well I mean, that is innately who I am. I'm that person who like psychology is heavy, you know, every personality test ever that I've taken or in my charts and all that bullshit, it's all, Carissa, you should be a therapist or whatever it may be. So it it kind of goes, it's coupled together, but um, yeah. And, And I will say I am, my memory is terrible and I can turn off and totally zonk out and stop being, um, as introspective and um, inverted and become a total flagrant asshole and uh, go complete uh, extrovert and turn off all of that. Um, that's why a lot of people, a lot of empaths drink. That's why a lot of empaths do drugs. I mean, it's uh-huh. a numbing agent. I was, that was my next question. Yeah. I was curious, like what happens if you can turn that off and like, 
what happens if you notice that you're not feeling it as much anymore? Good questions. Um, you know, I, I notice and there are times in lulls when I'm not feeling it as much. It's, it's me truly, I'm really good at blocking my feelings um, from myself. So um, it, this is tying into spirituality, but I, I know it's when I'm just not uh, allowing myself to connect in that way spiritually and everything doles. It's, it's like, it's essentially mm -hmm. like being depressed, you know? Hmm. And it's, it's crazy because so uh, Carissa just took the Myers-Briggs this week because I retook it too. Cause I was like, Oh, I want to see if I still get the same result, which I did. And we're the same. She and I got the yep. same result. Really? Yeah. So you're, so, you're a fixer type as well. Yeah. I think we have different, um, ways and Chris has seen this in me too. Like Chris is crazy intuitive, especially when she's connected to people that she knows. Um, I think she would attest that she's like, I'm, I, I, I definitely fall on the extrovert scale, I would say. And I, um, you know, not in COVID times, like when we would be out and stuff, I, I tend to be that person where strangers will approach me and tell me their entire life story a lot a lot. Like they will, like people will just come up and feel, well, I mean, and it's even similar to the way we met. I mean, they just like somehow, and I, I find it very, um, it's, it's one of the greatest compliments of my life. I, I, people tend to, they feel safe just relaying things to me that sometimes I, like I met people in Paris, like total strangers that were friends of friends at other house parties or stuff. They were like, I've never told anybody this before, like really serious life like stuff with their father that they never met and like all this stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think that's how uh, it manifests with me for some, for some that's reason. That's wild. So yeah. when you, you get people that have just met you telling just. you secrets. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's secrets. I think it's something that they just like empaths are sponges. Like that's the first thing that it says when you, hmm. when you Google it. And so, um, you know, they may just have something heavy that's on their soul or their heart or in their energy that they needed to release. And I'm like a, a light of sponge being like, here, let me like, I'm, I'm here to soak it up. So that's interesting. I've had a couple of experiences, um, allegedly have never broken the law on mushrooms where I felt very similar to that in, uh -huh. in social places that I've never been. People I've never met. They mm -hmm. just came up. We started talking and we're just talking yeah. way, way deeper than I ever would have otherwise. Like that kind of happened. Like, you know, so I mean, I can't, I can't deny that that's possible. Like, you know, you, you might have your soul might have a, a beacon or a lighthouse of some kind. You know what I mean? That, that calls into the people that clearly just need help. Cause like the people, mm -hmm. as I recall, like I'm faded at the time, but clearly they're yeah. telling me because they need to like, right. you are actually like there's as much as I'm like, I'm tripping way too hard to handle you telling me this shit. There's also another <laughs> part of you going, this person needs your help. Like this right. person, like in no way am I the same as the two of y'all because it only happens when I'm way inebriated. Otherwise, I don't give well, a fuck. But you listening to them for however many minutes, like yeah. potentially be life-saving. You don't it, even it, know. It, it yeah. matters. So yeah. no, it doesn't matter. But a uh, friend of the show, been on a few times, Joe Brady. Uh, he and I have had a couple of conversations that we weren't actually physical present for. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 yeah. The next day uh, I saw him and I was like, hey, man, I know this is going to put this out there, but like, you know that Flaming Lips song? And he goes, waiting for Superman? And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Because like, that's what I thought wow. we talked about last night. And you were not at my house last night. Like that, that kind of, and like, shit is, like, I mean, 
we've wow. done he and i have done uh a lot of things together so there's there's a, you know all that all that shit matters but like i believe you on the come down the come down mm-hmm. for whatever the, the upswing of, of psychedelics in my opinion is fun it's very amusement park oriented it's you know it's whatever it's also scary if you want to go it but the come down is different I was with, um, <laughs> I was with my brother one time and we were with some other friends and we had done a bunch of shit, uh, enough to where I had seen <laughs> hundreds of dancing Jimi Hendrix, uh, for hours that evening, hundreds, they wow. went off for an infinite expanse. And anyways, that's all bullshit. Obviously hours later, basically the next morning sunrise, my brother rolls a joint, lights it. I have to sit down. He that's takes wild. a hit. I have to sit down that's and I went, bruh. And he looked at me and he goes, he, no, it's sort of, he looks at me and he goes, I don't feel anything. And I was like, I can't move. And wow. there were other people around, two of which weren't even, eh, they were stoned, but they weren't like fucked. And they were all like, what's happening? I was like, I don't know. But the, but I'm with you. The come down is a different man. Like so transference or something. Yes. Are, I, yeah. I don't understand it. I mean, all of this, we sound very hippie, but you know, we're number one liberal <laughs> podcast now. So we're good. We're fine. Yeah. It's, totally, it's totally okay. But I mean, all in all, the vibe I'm getting from you though, is very genuine. You, you see, you seem almost reserved in your willingness to even talk about these things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get the vibe that you're like, yeah, I'm fucking magic. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get, like, that's not the vibe I'm getting from you. Yeah. She is magic, but she's one of the most genuine, authentic people I've ever met that I can say for sure. You certainly don't sound like a TV psychic. You know what I mean? Like, you don't sound like, and I say that on purpose because that brings me to this week's quiz. Oh, oh we got a quiz. All right. All right. This week. This week, we have the mysteriously interesting, sensationally suspicious, cleverly entertaining opus. Oh. Ness something? Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, yeah. there it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was All my right. name last um, week. I do have a couple of fun facts about her, but the quiz is not about her. According to Newsweek, they did a research in an article in 2019. What percentage of Americans believe in psychics and psychic abilities? 27%. 35. I'm going to say the America's a little more cynical. I'll go 18. 26.5%. Wow. Nice. Nailed it. That's amazing. Nailed it. According to independent.co.uk, oh. how many Europeans believe in psychics? Oh, yeah. 43. I was going to go cynical. Uh, eight. <laughs> 25.9. So basically, okay, so the basically the same. Actually, I was surprised that you went that high. Have you met a lot of people over there that would have led you to believe that way? And I mean, obviously, I, I, you've not I, met all of Europe, but like yeah. in your limited experience. As the former correspondent, she has met all of Europe. If it was a Europe thing, although, I don't know, I'm backtracking a little bit now because the, a lot of Europeans are highly religious and then I don't know how, like, mm. uh, you know, you've got your Spain, Italy, France, like Catholic yeah. countries. I don't know Jesus if they're down with, yeah, Jesus is big. I don't know if psychics fit into Jesus, so. I mean, I'd say God is psychic if we're going there, but moving on, according I mean, to, 100. Psychics, so like- according to the Ibis World Industry Report, how many psychic businesses exist in America today? And it's a multiple choice. Psychic businesses in America only. 78,000, 97,000, 106,000 psychic businesses. I'm going to say 106. I'll take 97. I was going to go 70, so 76. <laughs> 97. 
97 thousand good god y'all wow. okay and this one it, i mean i could give you multiple choice but i'm not and just whatever what's the annual gross for psychic services wow yes okay in uh, america in america for those 97,000 businesses yeah per year, they told me there was going to be math <laughs> yeah yeah come on bro um 12 million no, He's that's... doing like long. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is, my, this is my basic arithmetic face. I'm an English. Yeah, I was doing. I was like, I was yeah. watching your eyes. Like, I'm just trying to carry like a four. Uh, yeah, math is not mine either. I, I, I was gonna say it's probably super high for you know because why else would they exist? I'm gonna go ninety million. I'm gonna go like twenty-two. Two billion dollars. There you go. Shut the Gee. front door, y'all, and that's from people like Miss Cleo, who real oh. name, real I'm in name, the wrong business, do yeah. yeah, But that's the thing; Switch you got to be a bullshitter. Now. But you don't strike me as a bullshitter. You got to yeah. be willing to be like, you got to be willing to be. Your actual name is Yuri Del Harris, born <laughs> in Los Angeles, California. But then you come on saying, "I'm a Miss Cleo." In six years. Dude, that was that was my. Why did you do the whole that podcast? That was my Reagan accent. <laughs> in oh, case you guys, God. in case yeah. you guys haven't heard one before, I think I nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. So bad, dude. So they, bad. In, in six years, her and the company she worked for made five hundred million dollars in six years. Wow. Want to know how they did that? They advertised it as twenty six cents a minute, and apparently charged people up to sixty dollars a minute. I know that to be absolutely true because yeah. because um, Liz Worley from HP, who I don't think will mind getting a shout out, shout out. totally she needs to come on the show. Liz, if she you totally this, she totally time. does. I was thinking about that. I got it. She, yeah. she would. She's like on to be next. On. Well, I guess Steve's um, on next. You know what I mean. Moving on. Okay, we'll we'll slaughter up. Uh, I'll I'll let her know. She got a shout out this week. We one hundred percent called Miss Cleo in either junior high or high school, and uh, Neil Worley, her dad, got a bill for. Taken to court. They got sued for like, I think a hundred million or something. Not to, like, he was so pissed. Oh. all said and done. She ended up with over $10 million in her pocket. Like, Damn. Good her. don't get me wrong. Like if my accent wasn't terrible, I'd try it myself, but clearly you're going to, you're going to hear, you're going to see through she that. She ended too. up getting like arrested for tax evasion or something. Yeah, dude, She got in big, she got, uh, she had a almost $5 million seized apparently. Oh, wow. She also, uh, she also came out as gay in 2000. 2006 and died of colon cancer in 2016. Oh, I was going to say she didn't see peace. that coming, but now that's rude. No, I love it, man. So, okay. So, so Carissa, like how did, do you control it at all? I mean, in as much as can you like turn it on and off on like a switch or is it, is it very gradual? Like, do you have to take a drink or two to slow it down or can you walk in a place and just decide like, I'm not helping tonight? You know what I mean? Um, I think over time I've, I've become better at uh, understanding what is my emotion and, and vibe and what is someone else's. Um, so it, it takes practice, but I mean, Drinking certainly does numb it down. Although this whole conversation, because of course we can see each other's face, um, I, you know, I'm. It's funny because I do find myself like looking at everyone's face for. It's just a natural thing where I'm looking to see what 
you're feeling at that time. That's just how hmm. I operate. It's and it's something that's so innate and deeply ingrained. I can't shut that off. Mm-hmm. So was it overwhelming? Like until you learned to kind of you know control it or whatever. Like I mean, like you said, you were kind of depressed. Like is it is it ever like are you ever scared of it? You know what I mean? Like are you ever like oh my god? Like I can't. I used down. to yeah. be. Go ahead. Just add yeah. on to that, like, at what age do you start recognizing these things? Mm. Better question. Right? Like, because it would be much more difficult to me in my mind to, like, be a young child and be like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. That has to be so scary. So, it's so interesting. I think psychics get it worse, or mediums, for example. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. Bailey, I, I've mentioned her before, but she is, she does have psychic ability. Uh, my cousins, who are like my favorite cousins of all time, uh, they are empaths and have the ability to see. So it's interesting. Actually, Ashley is empathic as well. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Without even knowing it, I've created myself. I've surrounded myself around people who are. Um, so I have a support network. I didn't know until I was. I, I would say like four years ago, honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Oh, wow. I thought I was depressed. I thought I was just one of those people that battled with depression and I understood how to navigate that. And I learned how to navigate that quite well and how to prevent it from happening. But uh, as best as I could, but um, you know, it's, it's certainly uh, it's, it's like shedding a skin once you realize what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting. But I like how you always speak to it in terms like this is all one and the same for you in terms of spirituality and this practice and like awareness all falls into the a similar bucket. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're firing our sound guy. You guys know what happens every time. So Carissa, astrology. Did, how 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 hard or how deep into this do you believe? You know what I mean? So um, before we rudely got interrupted by technology, I would say <laughs> uh, when I was thinking about this topic, for me, astrology is so interconnected. Astrology is spiritual as well. Um, so I, I just wanted to preface with that for me. So if I get into that veer into spirituality, don't be surprised. Um, you can get me back on topic. It's all the same. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> well, we don't we don't do that here. We don't yeah. get back yeah. on topic. That's not kind of one of our things. Not a big fan. But yeah, so I mean, it, it, in the general sense, would you say that? I don't even know. Do, do you apply astrology to your life? And if so, how? I do, but very loosely. I mean, when I say very loosely, that's maybe incorrect. But I do. It's it's kind of a like a quick reference point for me. Um, There are two apps that I'm going to recommend you download and just have a drink and flip through it and just tell me there isn't some truth to it. So the pattern and co-star. But every now and then I'll, I'll just flip through. I think Eric, I think you said this last week, actually, I think it was Eric. Um, where you'll use astrology, like if you're having an off week or a month, and that's a hundred percent co-star, yeah. you would love it. Yeah. That's exactly what I use astrology for. Now that I understand enough about my chart, um, 
I use astrology if I'm if I'm feeling off and I know it's not my friends, I know it's it's just like a weird new energy. I definitely believe like everything is energy. So the moon, the stars, all of that ether shit, it it makes a difference. So that's yeah, I do use it for, hmm. for sure. No, I, I I mean everything is energy. I mean that's just simple. Like it sounds super hippie. Like oh, it's all wavelengths and paths. It does. But it's also if you I mean if you really want to break it down. Oh, you don't have to cover your microphone. We're drinking. I'm drinking hard. Don't worry about it. If you really <laughs> want to break it down, like everything quite literally is energy. I mean, matter yes, is yeah, just it's a slow not, like vibration. entirely devoid of science, right? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Right, yeah. and, and that's. Yes, exactly. So I mean, I am absolutely a 100% believer in science. So I, I should have prefaced that. But yeah, I mean, truly, literally, everything is energy. So yeah, until we became America's number one liberal <laughs> podcast, we were anti science until about three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, Creationism, time, 100% of the way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think I might have said this on the last episode, but like, it sounds super hippie to say the moon controls the waves. Like, oh, the moon controls the wave. But it, it literally but does. But it I mean, does. Yeah. In yeah. the same way that, like, if we're going to really say we're all one, it, it, you, we can't limit it to just human species. And if we go that far, then we got to go to animals. And if we go that far, we got to go to plants. And if we go that far, then we got to go to rocks. Yes. And we have to go to stars and media. Like, if, we, if you want to play that game, which I do, you have to admit that we are all of it. And in the same way that if I catch my pinky in a door, like if I slam my finger in a door handle, like I'm going to have a bad day. It, I'm also just as much, you know, Neptune rising over. I don't know any of the words. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, you know, <laughs> your your whatever is low hey. on the whatever the shit that I don't understand. But like, that's not. It, it it makes just as much sense. It's just not as physically tangible. Like, I, obviously, I'm connected to my extremities. If they get hurt, I know why I'm hurting. But you can also hurt because of other extremities that just aren't your physical you. I guess if that's a yeah. terrible way to, to wrap up what you just said. No, you know I, I mean? love like how that, you yeah you wrapped it up perfectly, and that's exactly right. Absolutely. Perfectly being too kind, but yeah, it, it's interesting. So, so as far as, I mean, even then beyond astrology, I, I like that you said that your friend is a, is a medium. So do you believe that that is possible? That talking to the dead is, is a, is at least possible. So she, she's not a medium. She's, she's psychic. My, one of my cousins is, and that is when I ah. had a God experience. She's, she's capable of speaking to, um, dead people, angels, spirits, whatever you want to call them as well, and psychic. So I've had a God experience, believe it or not, uh, which I don't know if Ashley told you all about that yet. Uh, but my my psychic mm -hmm. friend, Bailey, she's psychic. And that's just a piece of her. It's so interesting because it's not a big deal. And it's not something, she's a lawyer, like a badass, owns her own firm, you know, like by the book, very badass person. And she she's happens to be a psychic, you know, she can see the future. Um, so uh, it, there are always very interesting stories and little flashes that she'll see. And we're different. Our experiences are different and how we experience that spiritual um, side. So it's cool to compare notes uh, a little bit and see like what she sees and how I feel and put those together and make a peanut butter jelly sandwich with it. It's, it's fun. I like it. I mean, I don't know shit. Let's be clear. I, I, I don't pretend to. I'm not going to. So seeing the future rings my hesitancy bell, for lack of a, sure. a better metaphor. I don't know why. It makes There's no reason that I should draw the line at that. 
I, I admit that. I mean, I, I believe in, in spirits and I believe that you can it, it take certain substances and speak with deities. So why would I think that the future is, let's say, I don't know, but I do find that odd. But could you, and this isn't fair yeah. for you to speak for her. This is not fair at all. But would you, would you okay. say that it just kind of comes in waves? She just every now and again catches a flash? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, there's one story where when her and I first met, um, and she didn't even like me that much at first, <laughs> but when we first met, um, probably like two weeks in, I was younger, um, and I told her that I didn't want kids. She was talking about how she wanted kids, and she said, she didn't tell me at the time, but later on, she told me that it like hurt her her heart because she knew that I was wrong, that I would eventually, and I don't have kids, and I don't know if I want kids, but I've become more open to them, which was a hard no for a long time. Um, and and she finally, once we became closer years later, she was like, Krista, I, because I can see your kids, like I can tell that you're going to be a mother and I can see what kind of mother you're going to be. And it like, it literally offended my soul that you even said that, like she could see it, um, me being in that way. And so she also, I mean, she gets visions. She my cousin's dating a, a white dude and she's mixed black and white. And she, Bailey, the psychic saw her with a white guy. And my cousin was like, absolutely not. I will never date a white guy again. Not because she's racist or anything by any means, but she's no, been no, with, but, yeah. with um, her chocolate, her flavor for a long time. And she's chumming it up with a white dude that she never expected. And Bailey was like, that's exactly who I saw you walking in the door with. Oh. And she saw something so um huh. that was a long ramble to say i don't think it it's not like it hits her all the time in every direction but she does get uh, clear she recently described it as like a photograph it's not like she's watching play by play and watching a, a movie but she can see uh, she also has a photographic memory but so she can see like photos of it very vividly um if that answers your question. That's yeah. No, I mean, I like, like we are capable of, of looking back at the past with, you know, almost 100% accuracy if we have it on videotape, but like our ability to see, I mean, if we're looking at time just as a line, we can look back perfectly. The fact that we couldn't look forward shouldn't seem so like, I, I, I'm, I'm, as you're saying that I'm realizing how, I don't know, I, I'm judging myself or even questioning it, but like, yeah. Why, yeah. Why is that so far? I love that. Why wouldn't we be able to? Like, we, we, you know, we can physically record. I like thinking about it like that. If we can look back, why can't we look forward? Yeah, that's cool. And in the way that you phrased it, I liked. The way about, you said you didn't want kids and she felt that. Not like she woke up with like, oh, I had a dream. You Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there was was a moment that enacted that was really, that's not, that's not, that's equally less far-fetched or equally less crazy. Like, that's not that. Right. The way, the way you write that out, like, that's not that. Right, right. And that's it's interesting. It's, it's interesting as shit. Like it's crazy, but th- it's yeah. Not that and and that's similar. I mean, it's more a gut it, guttural instinct, and it's a feeling that you get. And I know Ashley can attest to that. She has her gut moments too, and empathic moments too. She probably doesn't um, speak to it as much, but I know she has it. You know. Um, I hope you start speaking to it more, just for the record. But it's not, I mean, and this is a terrible example. I, I will admit this on purpose, but it did happen to at least lend credence to anything. Uh, my wife and I were at a casino and I was losing money, as I do. And we were down a lot because that's what I do. And I, I don't know, we're down like 500 bucks or something, doesn't matter. 
Sarah walks up. She's like, you know, I lost my 20. How much have you lost? I'm like, haha, yeah, me too. <laughs> so we like, oh my God, they lost shit done. Let's get out of here. And so we, she, she said, let's get out of here. She's like, all right, let's go. So we, we go to leave. We are walking out. I have keys in my hand. We're going to leave. And she goes, hold on. That one feels good. And she walks over to the slot machine, swing, swing, 500 bucks. We're now dead ass eating. Wow. Like, awesome. Is that random luck? Maybe. I don't know. But it, that fucking happened. And, and I'm guessing your moment obviously actually happened. So these things do happen. What they mean, I don't know, but you can't deny them. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, this isn't like some, like, well, lock her up. She's like, that's not, it's really not that. So, I mean, it's, it's, that's interesting. So, do you believe in then deities, plural? Mm -hmm. Like, are are there angels and spirits and and such to you? um, I am just prefacing by saying I'm not at all religious. I don't have, I've never had that within me. Um, I wasn't raised in that way. I'm very spiritual now. And just so you know, I didn't know shit. You keep saying that. I didn't know shit like two or three years ago. This is all by gut and feeling. And um, But um, I I believe in, I believe in God. And I believe the way, I, I'm just going to dive into it. But the way I feel about religion is, is that my mom explained it really well. Um, she said, Carissa, we're a family of four. And this was when I was a child, of course, but we're family of four. And when I ask everybody what they want for dinner, we all say different things. So I think God was smart enough to give us options. And um, so I've always kind of thought about religion in that way. And I know I'm not answering your question at all, uh, but um, I, I believe. Well, now I'm just forgetting exactly what I was saying. No, but I, I like that metaphor. Everybody wants something different, but we're all having dinner. Like it's not right, not right. You know, like just just because yeah, just because I say it's pizza, like you can have mac and cheese, and that's I'm using that because that's what my kids say because that's all they ever want. But that's they're not like wrong. It's still just yeah. dinner. Whereas you can believe in a god or multiple gods or any of them, and it's all potentially. Yeah, you're all you're eating at the table of religion and spirituality, yeah. but you're eating yeah. different meals, right? Yo, yo, damn it, Ethan, get on. You're eating at the tables. I like that a lot. I, I, I'm imagining like a giant ass, like King Arthur's court table, like big old, you know, yeah. ales of mead and such. Like, you know, that's dope. You dress it up a different way, but it, it gives you the same mm-hmm. outcome. So for me, uh, do I believe in deities? I don't know. I believe in a higher power. And um, I believe we're all interconnected and inter- like energy and all of this is interconnected. What was the God experience um, you said you had? I think it was on the come down. You said you had your first God experience. What, what was, if you don't mind my pressing, what was, what was that like? Um, so the, the first like actual God experience that I had was with my, uh, one of my cousins who I'd never met. I'm, uh, my parents split when I was six months old, uh, or actually when I, before I was born, my mom met my dad who raised me when I was six months old. Anyways, so I didn't know that side of the family. So I met her for the first time a couple of years ago and she's psychic. So, um, and I say that loosely, but she, like, she has visions. Um, she hmm. can speak and hear angels or spirit guides or whatever you want to call it. Um, so she, just like immediately honed in on me when we met and she was like, you're like me. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And she was like, you, you can't see things, but you can feel things. I was like, Oh, I know exactly what she's saying. Yes. Yes, I can. Um, And so anyways, her and I 
continue to have this conversation and she pulled things out and saw things that uh, can be kind of graphic. And I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I mean, she, so I've had an abortion and she knew that. And I don't talk about that openly until now. Um, But she, she, uh, she was like, Krista, have you always been as careful as you are now when you have sex? And I was like, no. And I knew exactly where she was going. And she was like, calm down, Kay. But um, I asked because I can see your daughter sitting at your feet. And I was like, what? Obviously, instantly started bawling. Right. And she was like, is she, was it about like six, seven years ago? And I was like bawling even more. And I was like, yes, <laughs> she describes what she looks like. And she was like, she loves you so much and she's so happy to be with you. And I, I don't know her. She doesn't know me. She's just giving, describing what would be my partner. And I don't post on social media anymore. So like this person just bizarre. And she, um, we continue talking and, and that susses out. And all of a sudden, apparently my daughter was still sitting with me on the bench. Um, and out of the blue, her eyes kind of go wide and she covers them like she just saw the sun. And she was like, okay, I just want to let you know that God is behind you and he has his arm on your shoulder and he doesn't normally come uh, here and, and visit, but he's coming to bring your daughter back with him. Uh, and he wants to let you know that he forgives you and he asks you to forgive him. And I was just stunned. Like, what? What? And so then obviously I was like, well, he's not leaving yet because I have questions. <laughs> and Hold on. <laughs> he stayed for a little bit. Um, and she was like mediating. And it was the coolest thing about this. And I was so skeptical. I was like, okay, God's here. Like, I still didn't fully believe in God yet. I was very spiritual at that point, but I didn't really buy it. And I mean, she just called shit that she couldn't make up. I mean, that, you know, he was like, you need it. Just, I, I yeah. don't even know where no, to begin. That experience is is undeniable. Yeah. I mean, for, for someone that has never met you to know that about you, I mean, that's not possible. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's so, I mean, there has to be, Something is extremely powerful when Chris had told me that earlier. Yeah, I, was that last year or this it was, year? Oh, it's no, it wasn't this year. But I, I want to say, I, I just wanted to say that I, I like, I've seen this spiritual transformation take place with her, and like just seeing it from an outside perspective is a wild thing. And I feel so lucky to just observe it because when we actually met, the day we met again. That's why she's such a great guest for this podcast. Like this particular episode is because we, on that first meeting, we talked God talk. We talked about the experience that she just shared in her life, you know, and we went there very deep. And she, you, I think you might have said when we first met that first night, you were like, oh, I'm an atheist, or you're like, maybe agnostic. I don't know if atheist is a little strong, but yeah, but you were, I mean, it was like not, you were not in that place yet. And, over time, it just, I was always pretty vocal about my spirituality and my religious upbringing. And um, so the conversation, we would have them and they were never confrontational. We, you know, 
there was never, it was a very open, free flowing conversation. And just then for her to kind of like have these experiences and feel it in a real way. And she like told me and she knew that I would just be like, yeah, that's 1000% real. And, and just to kind of lean in, lean into it, not be afraid of it. Yeah. I got chills. I got chills right now, man. Like, thank you. And, and I, yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny because I can hear myself saying it and myself five years ago would hear this from some random stranger and think you're a psychopath and, and, or like you're uh, someone trying to convert me. And that was a huge wall that I had up with my cousin. Uh, but I've learned, I think people yeah, see term, things like when they have those moments of um, clarity, whether it's psychic or empathic or whatever you want to call it, they, right. They associate it with whatever religion or deity or whatever oh, makes Jesus. them comfortable, whatever they're yeah. comfortable with. And so she's Catholic. So she, you know, had like she saw angels and right. And she saw the whole shebang. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't disagree that she didn't see God in the way that she pictures God and angels, you know, uh, Joseph or whoever the angels are, Gabriel, I think some angel popped up to at some point, but I, I, I believe we see it how we're supposed to see it and we feel it the way we're supposed to feel it again, because yeah. everybody yeah. wants something different That's, for dinner. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It has to be in a context we can understand, right? Like it wouldn't yeah. help us if it was something we didn't, mm. couldn't grasp. So right. to put it in something that we can actually Take in and go. Oh, I understand yeah, what I'm uh-huh. looking at. That is, if if Brahman suddenly showed up at my door, I'd be like, "Dude, I don't. Who are you? You know what I mean?" But yeah. meanwhile, if it was a figure that I was taught to recognize, hundred Jimi Hendrixes. I mean, I know yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> I know that motherfucker well. Yeah. I've seen there it from go. every angle. Good God! But no, dude, that's that's wild. What's the like at that point? What's the difference, really? And I mean, you know, like it. I admit the hundred Jimi Hendrixes thing. That was that was more just I just took too much acid that day but like you you can still like the fact that most of your stories come from a a a more or less sober mind whereas is most of mine that i could even try to combat with which are you know whatever could compete with not a mind of that good but mine are almost all chemically induced and i have to admit and i'm stealing this from a terence mckenna book probably the last book i ever read 12 years ago i prefer it that way I mm-hmm. prefer knowing that I can mm-hmm. choose when, because and I'll tell you right now, if I smoke DMT, I talk to God. I have a very mm-hmm. clear conversation with him. He tells me the same three things every time. He tells me go. He tells me love. He tells me bye. It's fucking it every time. That conversation, however, that conversation, I love that. that conversation takes place over the course of 700 years, give or take. Not kidding. Mm-hmm. It's 15 minutes real time. But it's 700 million fucking forever. I lose track of everything. I forget all earthly things. And I, then at some point I go, literally the last time it happened, I was like, hey, man, I kind of miss my family. And I, I didn't even say man. I was like, hey, I do. And I don't consider yes. a man or woman or any of that shit. But <laughs> it, it was go, go, go. And you fly through space and then just love. And you're very peaceful. And eventually you remember all the shit that you like. I'm like, hey, like, I kind of miss my family. And he goes, bye. And I, and I open my eyes. And I'm right back. I, That's I, unreal. First of all, it could all be <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. Secondly, I much prefer that because I know what I'm doing. I know that if I grab a bag of a thing and a bowl of a thing and a lighter of a thing and I mix them, I get this. I don't know if I could handle, honestly, I don't know if I'm strong enough to be or to have whatever it is you have. And apparently a lot of your family, maybe it's a genetic thing. I don't know. 
I don't know if I could handle it just sure. showing up at a bar. You know what I mean? Like, mm. well, I, th I think we're all capable. I really do. And I know that's such a woo woo thing to say, but uh, I also mm. think I do believe in reincarnation and I think certain souls are meant to, and I do in the sense that I don't, I haven't read a single book, uh, script or piece of literature about reincarnation this is just like truly my gut but i think certain souls are are more mature and, they've, and they're supposed to understand those things this lifetime um if everybody was walking around woke it'd be weird <laughs> it'd be it like life would would yeah, not make that's sense a great point. <laughs> um, that's a great point so no that's interesting so it, if you it, if reincarnation is real, and, and, and I believe that it could be, and as much as anything else could be, I don't know anything, would you want to come back to Earth on this physical plane? Great question. So there's another reference I'm going to give you guys. It's called, it's a book. It's called Journey of Souls. It's by Michael Newton. Lost me. And it's this hypnotherapist who spent his entire life. He came in uh, atheist and spent his entire life um, dedicated at that point to uh, understanding putting people through hypnosis and getting them to a point where they could recall their past lives. And then he took it a step further. And I think you guys would all be interested in this because you do love the conversation of God, but he took it further and had these people, uh, his clients see the spirit world and all of them recalled a very similar place and very similar acts. And um, so he was able to tell, so I, uh, I do believe, well, actually, see, I keep doing this. This is, this is my memory. I forget. I'm Dora. <laughs> I forget where I was going with this. No, dude, I'm with you. Dang it. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so would, no, you're good. Would you want to come back to, you know, earth per se, whatever, would you want to come back to this physical plane or whatever, you know, would you want to go to the next realm? So yeah, I would, because I think we have to until we're ready to move on to wherever we're supposed to go next. Nirvana or whatever. Until we've reached that complete point of soul maturity, um, you you have to like you have to learn these lessons in order to kind of get to the next point. Is how well, I feel. Why? And don't get me wrong, I, I I agree that we should, but why is that Good question. required for like almost entry to the next phase? It's almost like a you don't have to. Some I I think some souls, um, like you can take your time. Like you can be on college. Uh, fifth year for as long as you want is as far as I see I think there's a lot of decision <laughs> decision making and you know I think we get more power uh, than um, than not but uh, because that's just who I am I I want to understand it all you know don't you at some point this is why we're doing this podcast I mean yeah no I'm with you no, I think you, you and I, Chris and I had a conversation about reincarnation not too long ago that totally changed my whole thinking on it. Just in what she said, like, to me, that always sounded like a version of purgatory or punishment. Like, yeah. you know, if you're, if you have, if you're not whole, but she framed it in my mind in a way that was like, well, what if it was positive? Like, what if you're like, oh, my time, I'm not totally done with my time here. So let me come back and, you know, give this another go until I kind of mm -hmm. get at an iteration. And you think of yourself as like, well, what if I am the reincarnated version of previous past lives where I came knowing yes. X, Y, and Z, but I'm still here to learn, you know, Z, double A, whatever, you know, like, 
you're you're still puzzling the pieces together, and maybe there's it's something to look forward to as as do, uh, do opposed y'all to something believe? that's like a negative. You're not. See, it's a negative to me. I'm dumb as fuck, so I'm scared of that. <laughs> I, if you I if not. I have to get stamped back every time I don't learn something, I'm gonna be no. I uh, I, I do. I believe it's at least possible, and it's it's based in. Um, a guy who's not been on the podcast, so I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't even have Facebook, so maybe not. But also another dude who has been on the podcast, but he might not want the story told. We've done a bunch of mushrooms. Um, <laughs> one of our buddies, uh, I don't know if you can see me spelling it. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our buddies was super inebriated, and he came out of the bathroom <laughs> butt-ass naked and required hugs from the other two of us. Required hugs. It was a requirement. We could not move forward in the trip. <laughs> it, could, it could not. It was, it was it, we really, like, me and the other dude, Awkward. realized we looked at each other. And we're like, I guess we have to hug this butt-ass naked man. And he's a very tall gentleman, so it was just a lot to take in. But later in the evening, we got on the concept of video games. Back in the day, at least at the time, video games were just you put in a quarter, you play how far you can go. If you die, yeah. you start over. You put in another quarter, you know, like Mario, the typical you die, you start from the beginning. You die, you start from the beginning. That, wow. Why did we, A, why did we even make that concept up? Where did that come from? Did we create that or was that something innate in us? Because it could just be innate in us. And B, is it that crazy to think that life could be the same? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and if so, it's, because uh, it was right at the time, this happened right at the time. Uh, I don't know, Chris, if you were in Austin yet, but Ashley, you might have been in Paris. So Eric, this might just be for you. Hey, you remember when that crazy dude uh, stole uh, a crop dusting plane and drove yeah, it? Yeah, he flew into the IRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was Because here. he was like, yeah. yeah. So we were talking and at the time it was a lot funnier then because we were just spacey, but we we're like, what if that poor bastard really thought he was getting revenge and I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory. Mm. And then in his mind, just snap. And now he's right back there. Like, Oh shit, I got to do this again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what if he just, it's like groundhog's day. For yeah. right. bitch, and he, like that could be a thing. Or that we're all in a simulation. Like, like Elon Musk. Thinks, yeah, it's just so. over and over and over. It, it, you know, it, the idea that any one way is the only way is ludicrous. And that's the only foundation I have on any of this. Does anything else make sense right. in context? It, it, none of it's that far-fetched. You know, besides Scientology, but that's whatever. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting a, another. Way. Get it. I like it. But now, e, have you ever given, like, credence to, to you know, the idea of reincarnation? Have you ever gone that way? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah? Yeah. We're, I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not – it's one of those things where you can't limit the possibilities of God, right? Mm. And so if I believe that God has the ability to make the world as perfect as it is and have every single molecule be what it needs to be, then why would it not be possible for that to be a thing as well? I love that. Shit, though. No, because that's that might be the system in which the you know everything becomes perfect. Yeah. We, we all just try to get a little bit better every time, just a little bit better, and we are – Ever increasing that. And honestly, I, as you're saying that, now that I'm thinking, so much of the Bible is about wow. improving yourself incrementally, bit by bit by bit. So many of the stories and parables are learning this lesson, that lesson, Ooh. over and over again. Mm-hmm. So if you think of that wow. as a metaphor or allegory for our actual existence, that could also work just fine. It's. It- it's it's more than coincidental that this concept comes up a lot. I mean, be it in the Bible or even just Super Mario or anything. The idea of trying again and trying again until you get it right, like that's. I mean, it's not even yeah. just crazy. Just like, even in just a standard like business world, re- regardless of yeah. dying, if you start a business and it fails, you start another business. You, like mm-hmm. same thing. Like it, it's not. It's really not that far fetched at all. It, if you just put it in that terms of just like, hey, keep trying. Like there's a Daniel Tiger. Like the only way we get things. <laughs> You keep and like trying him. and you'll get better. Okay, now do it in the Miss Cleo voice. 
had to keep it tight. And then yeah, keep yeah, it that was Cosby. Yeah. I don't know the fuck. What am I doing? Oh my God. What am I doing? That is amazing. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Well, Carissa, if it helps you at all to decide on uh, whether or not to have children, my son Good woke question. me up two mornings ago at 3 a.m. to tell me that he was scared of dinosaurs. Oh. And I, I, I told him they've been dead for a very long time. Is that he true? Is he actually scared of dinosaurs? I don't know, man. Because here's where I fucked up, bro. This is this is real. This is a true fucking story. I wasn't planning on telling this, so just go with me. It might not be that funny. I The next morning, uh, it was Saturday. I don't know what fucking day it doesn't matter. I sat him down. I was like, hey, man, the dinosaurs have been gone for a long time. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, they've been dead. So like, man, let's talk about death, oh. blah, blah, blah. I pull up, uh, I Google, I was like, YouTube uh, dinosaur extinction for kids. Uh, well, here's a problem. Here's yeah. a problem. Four mm-hmm. kids is a large range. This sure is. kids was for like 10 to 12 year olds. Okay. So like now my son is like, he's watched an extinction level event. They did a whole like ash cloud over the earth and he's just staring at me. And when it gets done, he goes, so is that going to happen again? I was like, fuck, I gave you a new fear. Like I was trying to like stop dinosaurs and now you're scared of an asteroid. Like, yeah. God damn it. I'm not I'm a great, great parent is what I'm saying. Great parent. But yeah, How no, old is he? Uh, five. But it is, it's it's trippy, dude. I've, I've got a, I've got a five year old son and a three year old girl, and I see so much of myself in both of them. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes me question. And I admit it, this is this is real time thinking. So just go with me. Are each of them new souls, or are each of them recycled souls, mm-hmm. or whatever? But if that's the case, how do we have as many as we do? You know what I mean? If 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 everybody is a recycled soul, where did we all come from? Because at some point there was only one or two of us. Yeah. Maybe. And then we've made more. So like who, you know what I mean? Like how did we get, how did we get from one to a million? And that's the question that I used to ask myself as a kid and why I would just not listen, uh, like entertain religion at all or spirituality because it was so Mm. overwhelming. That idea of infinity Mm. essentially to me is how I associated it. Like time, space, infinity. Like what is this? This is all bullshit. Can't do it. Shut down. So, um, (laughs) I think, I I think, I think, uh, a lot of kids come to your, one of your kids might be an older soul than you, honestly. Um, I believe some kids are brought to parents, uh, to like, they're like kind of in your soul tribe and, and they're trying to help you out because you're going through shit in this lifetime and they're here to, they're, they could be your guide. Um, you know, uh, my cousin Camille, she thinks her her youngest daughter is like actually a guide of hers in the spirit realm because she's so mature. And so, hmm. no, I buy it. I mean, in as much as on the, on the opposite side of the spectrum, my kids help me. Like if we just go outside and I try to bring myself to their world, their immaturity is refreshing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they, yeah. like literally they just laughed because the dog took a shit and yeah. they laughed yes. like, like better than any stand up, better than any Seinfeld bit. Mm-hmm. They just bawled out. And I was like, that's, I should be laughing at this. You, you guys are right. I'm the one that's jaded and old. And like, I got to pick that up was my first thought. They just thought it's stinky. So funny. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. That, that's in a sense like that is, you know, I'll buy that in as much as, you know, it's the other side of it. I need more immaturity because I'm oh, 100%. But yeah, I can yeah. buy that. Mm-hmm. I, I bet there's a lot of kids out there that honestly are more mature than their parents, even at age like 12. You know what I mean? Like, I think we all know a few that we grew up with mm-hmm. that were more mature than their parents early on. So that's not, that's not far-fetched either. Like that, that's kind of wild. And I don't even mean like them in the human world, but like mm-hmm. their souls, if that makes mm. sense. Like their souls are more mature. They've been around the well, block I, more. Like, Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? My mom tells me that I used to come up with things when I was like three years old that she really, and I wasn't sent to like a daycare or a preschool or anything until 
I was a little older, like she was like, there, I'm with her every moment of the day. I don't know how she could know some of these things. And I would, I would like talk about like the queen of Sheba and stuff. And like, she would be like, how do you know anything about that? Yeah. And this is pre-internet. There's no yeah. way that the Rugrats were talking about Queen Sheet. Like, there's and I no mean, way. Maybe I saw something on TV. TV not yeah. Ever. Maybe I saw something on TV that, you know, whatever. But even still, like, to where I would have, like, an understanding of it, I would, like, yeah. pick out dress-up clothes and, like, reenact it and real have, like, a real, like, yeah, something something about that. So that kind of conversation was sort of brought up um, early hmm. on when I was younger. But there may be, like, influenced by some past life. So we're an old soul, but as soon as we're born to this earth, we kind of forget, at least in a sense. Like we might still have feelings. Yep, and that's yeah. Huh. I, I think we you're supposed huh. to forget because you have to you have to the the goal in every life, I think. Um, you have to walk in and and you have to be an infant. You have to, you know, go through all of those stages. You're still a child, right? You're still a kid innocent, but you know, it's it's to to pull the things and the lessons that you learned from your past lives and see if you can fully develop those skills into this life and learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn in this life, having those skills and just tacking on another, you know, tool in your Hmm. toolbox. That would explain why some people feel the way you feel because they might have in a previous life, you know, not done whatever it is you did in a previous life to have unlocked, you know, that capability, you know, right. For lack of a better, yeah. Huh. And this is all, I mean, it's all yeah. complete gut. Yeah. Of course, you know. I don't pretend to know anything by law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much of what we do is just based off uh-huh. a belief or faith in something, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, right? Like, so much, like, even uh-huh. our financial system is halfway based off just like believing that, the, you know, thing has value, right? Yeah, we so believe the dollar. To believe this as well, and like, it's all yep, faith based. So much of what we do. So having this as part of that, it uh-huh. seems natural yeah. as much as anything. Yeah. It's just another wrinkle of the same idea. <laughs> it's all bullshit. We're all making it up. Like, we're, you know, literally, we're all making it up. We're, we're not work. making it up is the thing. We're just following Noticing what we it. feel or believe or yeah. X, Y, or Z, right? Like it's an internal thing within us that tells right. us this is who I am or this is what I think feel believe. Well, y'all? Yeah. Good shit. I don't, I don't yeah. even know where to go for this. I got deep as fuck and I really enjoyed it. Krista, thank you, man. Cheers. Uh-huh. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. That was so fun. Yeah, you are welcome back anytime. This was fun. We can Cheers. do this one again for sure. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Well, anybody made it? I don't even know. Hour and a half, hour 45, however far we into this. We had a couple stops, but thanks, y'all. See you next time. <laughs>